I looked at it, not thinking anything of it, and I was like, <gasps> This is Jen. And this is Ken. And you're listening to Millennial Shit Podcast. All right, we're back for episode two of the podcast and also episode two of The Bachelorette. Yes. We have a lot to talk about. <laughs> what had happened was Chris was with the guys and he expressed that he did not want to be with the women if if he was in the final four and made it to the fantasy suites and they had slept, the women had slept with someone else prior to his fantasy suite date. And then of course they blew it all up. The guys did. The guys tattled on Chris and told the, the women and then the woman uh, sent him home. I, I think first. that everyone completely overreacted. Like I mm. do not understand why they sent him home. He said that it's his choice that he, if he didn't, if he was put in that position, he would not want to stay. He would choose to leave. He didn't say that he would require the girls to abstain from being intimate. Mm. He literally, is it appropriate? No. This is like whatever, mm -hmm. a few days in. But this was completely overblown, I think. All right, Jen, tell me what you think. I can see what, you, I can see what you're saying. And I do think that was probably edited for that mm -hmm. reason. Mm -hmm. Where they really wanted a villain. Yep. They wanted drama. They wanted people to turn on each other just because one person probably got hot and bothered. Mm -hmm. and it didn't help probably the way he delivered yeah. everything just with like his demeanor. And like, yeah, if, if he would have said it like nonchalant, it would have been very different. But he said it, the way he communicated everything was very like annoying. I think that's probably what rubbed people the wrong way versus what he actually said. That's fair. I, th yeah. I do, in his defense... Like sitting around in a circle with eight men and they're like telling you to like calm down. That never works, you know? Like that mm -hmm. just like amps you up a little more. So, and I do think like him going back and trying to control the situation, like he didn't want to just bow out <laughs> gracefully. He was like, I'm gonna kind of talk to you. And in my head, I'm like, y'all could have said no. You guys <laughs> yeah, they could just have followed been, like, him. They're like, yeah, 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 I'll go with you. <laughs> but it, it could have been like, no, I don't want to talk to you, you know? Like, Good point. But do you know what I mean? That's, a, that's like, such a good point. They totally just followed him. Exactly. And so I do think everyone had a, a part to play in making that whole thing worse. Yeah. He should have not come back. But haven't you ever felt like in the moment you wanted closure or you like yeah, demanded sure. an explanation? I felt like he just – he didn't want to go out like that. Yeah. But, which I get. Mm. It sucks. It sucks because now he just looks awful. And I honestly, I really don't think that was worth it. Um, I I think it is hard. That's why when you, especially when you have two bachelorettes because they're egging each other on, like mm -hmm. their energy wise. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think Rachel was like, you know, like taken back and like, but mm -hmm. if you see, she reacts completely differently than when she has Gabby by her side. Yeah. Right? Yeah. She's like, I think we should hear him out, you know, mm -hmm. which I was like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Like, I just would have ignored him the whole night and not gave him a rose, you know? <laughs> so everyone could have really done everything differently. They went in hot, too. The girls, like, went in and were like, we need to talk to you. Stop. Yeah. And they were clearly peeved. 
And yeah. they didn't give him a chance to really explain. Like, I just feel like they came in really intense. But it is what it is. It statistically probably wouldn't have worked out in his favor anyways. Yeah. He was definitely talking hypothetical, right? But everyone yeah, took it really – Which is fair. Yeah. Everyone took it really personal. Yeah. But I bet you everyone's probably thinking that in their head, but no one just totally. said it. Totally. Totally. Right? Of course, it's like a what-if scenario in your head. Like, what if I make it this far? Yeah. Right. And it's a valid personal choice or opinion. So mm-hmm. – Okay. Now, before we get into the other situation in the episode, I, I, since we're on the topic of guys leaving, I didn't <laughs> realize – that if you go on a one-on-one date with one of the girls and you don't get the rose, that you have to leave permanently. So you didn't for, know that? Well, only because – not for this two-on-one situation, two-girls situation because <gasps> that race car guy, like just because he didn't work out for Rachel, what if he could have worked out for Gabby? Yeah. I also wondered how that went. I was like – did that – was that okay? Like, oh, if you don't hit it off with so-and-so, you can send him home. Right. I guess yeah, that's how that, they're doing it. Um, What about him, though? I thought he was sweet, but I agree. There was no chemistry. He reminds me of Tom Holland. I thought he was so cute. He reminds me of Tom Holland. Don't you see it now? Yes. Do you – okay. I don't think Tom Holland is attractive, but you do. Is what you're I saying. I do. Okay. I think it's more so his personality. Okay, fair. Yeah. The race car like driver. A very yeah. sweet gentleman. Yes. Yes. Know? The conversation was awkward. He was like, Yeah, I have a sister. I think she's 22. It was just like weird. Mm. He was, he was, she was like, Oh, I love that you talked about your siblings. And then he made it sound like he, they're not even close. Like he and his siblings aren't even close. Maybe bad edit. I don't know. I think it's I think also a bad edit because could you tell they only gave like a couple sentences of his story and then mm. not the whole thing and it was like that yeah. I also was like they're not showing it one because he probably doesn't make it to the end and then two maybe it got too deep or maybe it was too awkward who knows mm. um I try to think what people say when I have, yeah I have a sister and I have a, I have a brother yeah da, 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 da. And then it could have gone from there, but he just – he ran with it and mm-hmm. he fumbled. <laughs> he fumbled mm-hmm. for sure. So cute though. I think he's cute. He is cute. I think he's cuter than Tom Holland. But he is, <laughs> he does have Tom Holland like features, I, I'd say. Yeah. Other one-on-one was Nate. What? what? I did not expect that one. What did you think? I did not expect it either, but he was so cute when he got called out for the date. Like, it was such a sweet, genuine reaction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. Thinking about Gabby when she opened – when she, like, opens up – I mean, she did in, her, in the last season about her dad and her mom mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And she says something where – She's like, I don't know if I can be a mom. I don't know if I can do da 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 Right? And then yep. I'm like, that's, that's very valid. And then she's like, but I don't have to figure it out right now. And she enjoyed the moment. Mm-hmm. And I like that about her. And then she, what did she say? She's like, it just feels like he's capable of giving me a lot of love. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so I did like that. I thought it was really cute. 
I thought he um, is there for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what it looked like. Or maybe he's kind of swept up in the, the moment. Mm-hmm. But he just sounded really genuine. I feel like he is super into Gabby and very nervous and awkward when they're together because what I noticed immediately was every time they interacted, every time they interacted, he would basically repeat what she said. Mm, she I would like, that too, yeah, yeah, like yeah. it was just awkward. But I think it's nerves. He he must mm-hmm. really like her. Yeah. I think so too. I would have loved to hear I would have loved to have heard more about his daughter because he mentioned he had a daughter and it was very brief and then Gabby like launched into how much having her father means to her in her life and it just felt like a little um superficial. I'm like, I don't even, did he even say his daughter's name? I do also feel like there's so much content and the edits are just not giving us anything. I think the editing is also not the greatest. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about the big elephant in the room, which is what happens when you have two bachelorettes, two women serving mm. as bachelorettes. It's just everyone knew it was coming. It's inevitable. It's the comparisons. Yeah, you're never going to have both of them on top. Yeah. Like how they started, they're not going to start and end at the same note. Yeah. Because of the comparison mentally in their head, Mm -hmm. then you have all the external things, how the men perceive them, how they, you know, how they treat each other differently. You compare that, right, how they behavior-wise. And then you also compare the whole social media and then who gets favored more? Yeah. Everyone has a favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your favorite? Gabby. Same. See, and I feel bad because Rachel probably is is just more shy. I don't know. I don't think that Rachel could have done this season on her own. I think mm-hmm. no one would have tuned in. Yeah. Because she is also not dominating the conversations. It could be a bad edit, but I don't think she's dominating the conversations. Yeah. I think the men are like, they're feeding off of her energy, which is like, I don't know what you want me to say. Yeah. And then you see that, right? It's like, yes. I don't know. She she mentioned like they were having conversations like they were cousins or something. But she like small talk, yeah. Yeah, but she wasn't like saying anything interesting either or being engaged really. So mm-hmm. it goes both ways. And I think Gabby, one, she's funny, but two – She's herself. Mm-hmm. I feel like I haven't really seen Rachel be herself. Yeah, you mentioned that Rachel keeps wanting to be the the best bachelorette or or a good bachelorette, whatever that means. I know, and I was like, what the hell? Is I was gonna Google it. I'm gonna Google it. I think she's working with a lot of insecurities, which is fair because she's on fair national TV. The, yeah, and the after Clayton thing. That's right. Yeah. She was heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was. Yeah. I just feel like Rachel is suffering more than Gabby is with the entire bachelorette <laughs> position. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She is caring a lot about other people than mm-hmm. herself right now. 
it is shitty to watch. I was like, dang it. And then like whatever attention she gets, she like latches on to. So yes. I have two things that are now on my mind. Okay. One, Logan. Which one is he? Logan's the one that kissed both of them. Don't you think he's such a player? I like him. You do. Wow. We have such different interpretations. No, yeah, I like him. I I feel like he's the only one being honest. Like he's still undecided and he wants to Mm. see both sides, which is fair. And a kiss can Mm -hmm. tell a lot. Gabby and Rachel went to go talk. And then Rachel was like, oh, I kissed him. And she didn't say anything. I can't believe Gabby didn't say anything. And if she's Mm -hmm. a girl's girl, which I thought she is – then why did she not tell Rachel that Logan also kissed her? Rachel's in La La Land, and I think that Gabby knows that she's having a hard time. Like, this is why I say, like, she's being big sister. In the end, it's not going to help Rachel find the right person. Yeah. Honesty is the best policy when it comes to this. (laughs) Yeah. What would you do if you were Gabby in that situation? I would have told her. Same. Would have burst her bubble. Mm-hmm. And it would have sucked, but then mm-hmm. it's going to get played back anyways. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So what's the point of keeping that away from her? And it made me concerned for their friendship because if this is mm. – if she won't say that they shared a kiss this early, like, mm. will there be more deception down the season? I hope not. That's a good point. Like, how much are you willing to hold in mm-hmm. or keep? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I, I'm, I'm gonna really hope that their friendship is stronger than ever today because I really want to see women rise above, you know, competition and men and all that stuff. Well, because I was just looking at their Instagram, so I, I really was wondering, like, are they still really close? And it looks like it, but who knows if it's just like a social media relationship at this point, or if they're really close. Yeah. Um. We could read Reality Steve and find out, but I'm trying to avoid spoilers. I freaking did it. You read the spoilers? I did. I thought you were trying to avoid them too. Yeah, but you know, it was a bad week. (laughs) Were you never going to tell me? (laughs) I would have told you, yeah. (laughs) Eventually. Oh my God. I didn't like dive deep, but I was just like... It was because the Bachelor in Paradise ones came out. Are yeah, they, they're filming it right now. I looked at it, not thinking anything of it, and I was like, <gasps> "Contestants from this season." Exactly, mm. and I was like, "Damn it!" That's fine. It's it's literally everywhere. Let's do Karen's but predictions. Don't don't um don't show your face. I'll because it'll deter. I'll be able to tell if I'm right or wrong. Okay. Oh, you literally blocked your face out. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so for Gabby, mm-hmm. shoot, I need to hold on. Hold on, hold on. I need their faces in front of me. Gabby's going to go with Eric, and Rachel is going to be with Avon, who's my favorite so far. Avon is my favorite. Yeah. He is just so chill and low-key. <gasps> oh, I forgot about Tino. Mm, also a contender yeah who's into rachel you know isn't that sad i don't think gabby is prettier than rachel or vice versa like i feel like they're Mm -hmm. on the same level so maybe it is personality she needs the guy to do all the effort yeah and as bachelorette she's not really putting herself out there she wants all the guys to like which i get 
But that's maybe they think it's hard to read. Mm-hmm. I have no clue. I'm not a guy, so. She is kind of taking like a passive approach to all of the interactions. Like she wants the guy to be an amazing conversationalist and whatever, woo her with little mini dates. So that's a good point. She's not really taking charge of her own destiny here. That's a really good point. When the guy who owns the Jersey Boardwalk basketball game you know, mm-hmm. the, the mini game that they played yeah. together and they like shared a kiss and she was like really into him. It was really sweet, but also made me think like, oh, are you into him because he's into you or do, are you like into him? Because he, <laughs> you know, she's she doesn't have like a ton of guys who are expressing like super interest in her. And so the moment one guy does, she's like, oh, my God, like that was so fun. I know. I know. I, I was like, sheesh, but like I... I felt that I thought the same thing where I was like, are you guys really clicking? Or exactly. Is it just because he's it right now mm-hmm. in that moment? I feel like Gabby is super intentional about what she wants in a partner. And she's trying to like maybe like, you know, she's trying a little bit more like more in those conversations. But I don't know if Rachel's really trying and being super intentional with making sure she has the right partner she's kind of just going off of a spark and do you think that's an age thing i think so personally i think yeah if you're younger you tend to be more of a hopeless romantic like in the movies old school traditionalist you want the guy Mm -hmm. to chase you yeah exactly don't you think it's a millennial problem that Oh, no. Women want it both ways. It's like we're we we do have that traditionalist vibe. We want like a very chivalrous guy, but then at the same time, we're self sufficient and we can, you know, be like a Gabby and express exactly what we want and take charge of a conversation. It's mm-hmm. it's hard, and that's what sucks too. I feel like a lot of people who are are into the bachelor or who really want to be the bachelorette like why do they want to be the bachelorette do they are they like really like desperate for love or they really think they can get like a really good pool of people like do you know what i mean like i'm really curious on why people want to be the bachelorette at this point it can't like it can't it can't really be that they believe they're gonna find their husband it's just like not likely but i think they really think they're gonna find their husband Okay, the money certainly helps. They get paid like mm. six figures. <gasps> they do. Yeah. Who I I mean, if you're on the bachelorette, like you're probably very confident and you don't mind your life being out there like that. Like I would never cuz the attention like would make me break out in hives. <laughs> you can find love in other ways. Of course. Do you really have to put yourself through that trauma? You know what? Maybe it's like a pandemic thing. Maybe they aren't finding a lot of other ways to meet people. Mm. With The Bachelorette, you get to get dressed. You get to be – you get to travel. You get wined and dined. They live in a gorgeous mansion with a helicopter pad. I guess what's the downside, you know? No one ever – Yeah, so yeah, you're like you said – the. The statistics are not on their side. Mm-hmm. So why do it? It has to be for the fame and the money and the traveling perks, all of that. 
And if you happen to not find love, like, meh. Do you mm-hmm. think that all of the people that are in the Bachelor Bachelorette franchise date each other? Of course. Oh, my God. Like, on purpose because they know, oh. Yes. Okay. It's incestuous, 1,000%. Mm. I have a friend who was in a bar in Houston, Texas, like, years ago, and she saw one of the bachelorette contestants. I forget his name, but he was a black man, good looking, and he was supposed to be like he was a contender for that for that following bachelor season, but he didn't he mm-hmm. didn't end up getting chosen. But anyway, she saw him at the bar and he it's not like I don't think he finished like in top two or three, but anyway, he was like mobbed with women and <gasps> And her, my friend's friends were like, oh, like, let me try to get at him. Let me try to mm-hmm. talk to him or, like, get his mm-hmm. number. And he was just, like, the hottest shit in the bar. And so these contestants go mm. on and, like, live very bougie, you know, celebrity-esque lifestyles after the show. Dang. Mm-hmm. I can see that, though. Yeah. And I think also what's messed up is, like, People associate being on The Bachelor or Bachelorette with such a high importance. Yeah. Yeah. And I get it. You're on TV. Mm -hmm. But you're not, like, talented. Yeah. Like, you didn't get there because of your talent. Like, Yeah. Or, I don't know. You did it because you applied and then someone thought, like, oh, you'd be good for TV. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. When did the the franchise start? And when did you get, like, super hyped up? I have no idea. I don't feel like it was this popular. I feel like it got popular when it became like a group activity. Like you start to do like bachelor brackets and like sororities Mm. would watch them together, which I'm guilty of. And it's like a real party or like drinking games. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because it's just, okay, I can see that. It's a, a good way to get together. Yeah. For sure. Do you remember when Chris Harrison would show up to people's like viewing parties at home or at the sorority houses with The Bachelor? No. He used to do that and it was so funny. And I used to pray like, please, please come visit <laughs> us. And now I can't believe I used to think that. It's so funny. Okay. Let's talk about the host. Who is he? I don't <laughs> that is know. my question. I don't know. And that's why I'm. I was wondering what you're thinking about the host because you've been watching the. He's literally, yeah. He's literally just a carbon copy of Chris Harrison, like taller, buffer, but Chris Harrison. Say the same thing, Uh, same lame jokes. Damn, I do have no chill today. I know it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Undifferentiated. He's not that special. That's what you're saying. Um, <laughs> not special that's right what do you think okay. i'm wondering why they didn't get i liked it on michelle season when they had two um women co-hosts oh yeah caitlin and i just did it yeah caitlin and um taisha taisha mm-hmm. and i don't know why they didn't do that for this woman series or the bachelor like why wouldn't she do that no, I agree. The guy can't consult them on anything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I didn't like that. I was like, this is 
I think it would have been a bit more juicy. It's juicy, the more but... obvious choice too to have two yeah. women help two bachelorettes. Like, Who duh. have been the bachelorettes. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. They really fumbled the bag there. I'm not sure what happened. Yeah, I think so too. Because I really like them. Yeah, I like them too. Why are the makeout sessions so cringe? Oh my God, I wanted to talk to you about this. Okay, <gasps> okay Gabby and Nate, like they're uh-huh. kissing. They were just like two suction cup lips. Just like they didn't move. They were just like <laughs> suctioned onto each other and they like froze for 10 seconds. And I was like, oh my God, this is so painful to watch. Yeah, and I feel like they do the wor- like when it's kind of like too close mm-hmm. to <laughs> it's like couldn't you get like a better like angle or something or just yeah. not like make it a little bit more like I feel like before they used to do a little bit more like romantic mm-hmm. like scene kissing yeah scenes. and now they're just like <sighs> you know <laughs> that's what it seems like though yeah no you're totally it's just right like, no music mm-hmm. it's just straight up silence yeah and their voiceover, and then them kissing. Yeah, and then they always show the tongue going in, like the tongue <laughs> slipping into the other person's mouth. I'm just like, oh god, it's I don't so need to see that. Cringe every single yeah makeout session. I'm just like, Why? it is cringe. Did you see how in one of the outtakes at the very end they had they showed Meatball taking them on a date? I was like, why didn't you give him any more screen time? No, what they said was that he takes them out for a spaghetti dinner after every rose ceremony. Oh, after every rose ceremony. So there's only been two so far, but they said that he's very consistent. And I thought that was so cute. Oh. That's like a cute little tradition for him. Until he goes home. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you think they're going to stay with Meatball? They call him Meatball. I think he's cute. I don't know I how to say love again. I don't I don't know if he's cute. What I'm really looking forward to in the upcoming episodes is the when the roses are split into two different trays. Did you notice that? Same. I'm looking forward to that too. Okay. What else are you looking forward to? I know we were like kind of bashing on everything today. You know what? Sometimes you just gotta let it out. Okay. That's very true. That's why we're here. <laughs> I believe that these girls are actually friends and they'll come through together so many other reality shows to get addicted to so many and that's why we're here yes think more about millennial shit reality tv and the perceptions that are kind of that we digest every day without even knowing it we're just in a mood today yeah we're in a mood today (laughs) um but if you're still listening thanks for listening See you next time. Yeah, we'll see you next time.